This is the FM Gold channel of All India Radio. In the program News Analysis, we now bring you a discussion on government's commitment for Sabka Saath, Sabka Vikas, Sabka Vishwas, key decisions in first 100 days. The participants are Shekhar Ayer, political analyst and S. Rangabashiam, journalist. Shekhar Ji, the Narendra Modi government has completed 100 days after taking over in the second term. Lots of aspirations and hopes of, you know, crores of people of this country attached with this new government. And it is, in a way, you know, a continuation of the previous regime and government. What all achievements have been there in these 100 days, do you think? I think those 100 days can be characterized by what the Prime Minister has said today, that it is defined by change, it is defined by determination, it is defined by improvement, and overall it is determined by good intention to achieve certain tangible objectives. So if you look at these last 100 days, the government did not rest on its laurels after that huge mandate. Straight away from day one you have seen a lot of decisions have been taken, it presented a budget, and subsequent to that, Whatever is necessary to take forward things has been happening. Of course, the big time changes include the decision to make Article 370 inoperative in Jammu and Kashmir and so as to ensure that the state's integration is more or less complete and the temporary aspect of whatever that Article 370 is said to have defined has been removed. That itself is a very big challenge. And apart from that, you have seen the triple talaq bill has been passed by Parliament. This was a long pending issue and we have seen how, despite the numerical problems in the Rajya Sabha, the bill has been passed and many parties who are not NDA have supported this legislation which is to ensure empowerment of Muslim women. Now similarly, if you come to other things, there have been changes to laws concerning sexual offences which are directed at children. The POSCO amendment has been there. Then you have also seen of course, big ticket announcement which we saw in the budget as well as the Prime Minister's address concerning particularly the water as a very key stone of our national policy. The need to conserve water, need to tap new sources of water and also to ensure how we can recycle water. Now, yeah. all these things have led to the creation of first time a ministry the called Jal Shakti ministry, ministry, which I think is also a very significant decision. And apart from that, we have already seen the Prime Minister has announced a massive campaign on the lines of Swachh Bharat to remove plastics from our lives, particularly the single-use plastics. Shekhaji, you spoke about the determination of the government. That was very clear. And, uh, you know, abrogation of Article 370 in Jammu and Kashmir, that shows a lot of determination, something really unprecedented, which hasn't happened in the past 70 years, and which everyone spoke about for decades together. But at the ground level, nothing happened. No government wanted to touch it. But this government, immediately after taking over, so it shows the determination of the government. And it was done in a very pre-planned manner, and seeing to it that, you know, there's no harm to civilians, to life of property. The Prime Minister mentioned in the Red Fort Address, August 15, where he said, look, we do not wish to keep a problem hanging. We do not wish to nurture a problem. I mean, we do not try to keep on a problem, Lingering allow it to fester, create more complications, and we are not a status quoist. I think that summarizes his approach to Jammu and Kashmir. Now, I think the situation in Jammu and Kashmir the last 60, 70 years despite efforts of several governments. But finally, everything came to naught because what we saw was a rise in violence, particularly by the Western interests across the border, which have continuously kept up the problem, so much so they have been jeopardizing the lives of young people in Jammu and Kashmir. Yeah. 
Now that has been put an end with a very firm decision, a decision like making the Article 370 inoperative so that the integration is complete and lot of those facilities which was available for the rest of other states will also be made available to the people mm-hmm. of Jammu and Kashmir. The removal of 370 was not the first of the decisions. Rather, I would say it was a capping of several decisions that were taken, particularly to fight corruption. First, mm-hmm. you had the local elections, which empowered the people at the panchayat level. That holding of election itself ensured that a lot of the central funds were directly available to them. Mm-hmm. The second thing was the crackdown on corruption, particularly the crackdown on the Hawala route, through which money was coming to fuel separatism, militancy and violence. That has been a significant step. And also, this kind of decision required, and in between you had the peaceful passage of the Amarnath Yatra, which was again another challenge in terms of security terms. As it was getting over, we saw Centre taking this decision. And of course, it has been a difficult decision, and several restrictions had to be placed because the communications had to be curbed because these very communications were used to target innocent people right. now the whole intention of this government you see what we need to understand is 100 days if the intention of the government which is supreme in terms of trying to achieve something yeah. i would say jammu kashmir is a clear case because the idea is that peace must reach that land along with peace there will be a development at this time there will be a faster development yeah. and third aspect is all those elements which were involved in corruption and standing in the way of actual benefits yeah. reaching the very poorest of the poor there they stand exposed and stand removed i think these are very significant things of this 100 days and along with that you have seen the removal of the section 35a which was very very i would say discriminating nature preventing women of the valley of no right to have property if they married outside the jammu kashmir state now these are several things which i think goes to show that prime minister modi is very clear in what he wants to achieve and he knows some of the decisions are not populist these are decisions that will be definitely be in the long term in, but because all your even very good changes initially are very inconvenient and jammu kashmir is one such case where initially you are seeing a lot of inconvenience but ultimately i think you will see that the objective is achieved Shekhaji, let's also talk about the economic initiatives of the government in the first 100 days in office. You know, infusion of 70,000 crore rupees into public sector banks and also consolidation. We have been talking about consolidation as far as PSB banks are concerned, but now that has actually happened, uh, 10 banks being consolidated into 4 banks so that viability increases and all the other economic measures which has been taken. That shows that the government is proactive, is dynamic, isn't it? Of course. You see, the economy is the biggest challenge. We have seen that several measures were taken in terms of, you know, opening up of sectors, lot of expenditure, particularly infrastructure development was undertaken in the last 5 years. Now, apart from that, the fact is that we are facing a slowdown there has been our figures from manufacturing sector from mining sector and from the auto sector these figures have been far from encouraging so therefore some measures had to be taken and we have seen in the last 100 days the government has just announced 100 lakh crore of money has been allotted for infrastructure creation that should generate a lot of demand for the manufacturing sector and other sectors i think that's a very big step that has been undertaken because the government realizes that it needs to spend money to give the economy the thrust that is needed today and we have seen our finance minister interacting on a regular basis with different sectors talking to them what are the problems and also instructing banks to lend more money yes. you mentioned about the recapitalizing of banks we have seen 
the pathetic state in which the previous regimes have left our public sector banks, particularly huge non-performing assets. Now, these would not have come to the light of the day, but for Modi government in his first tenure undertaking a kind of an audit to find out actually what is the extent of exposure of our public sector banks on various loans which were hard to recover. Now, this audit, I would say, actually helped in finding out where were those gaping holes that needed to be filled first. So, when you are talking of recapitalizing banks, so that these banks which have strong fundamentals are able to lend money afresh and are able to kickstart that thing which is required, the drive that is required for the economy. And as far as merger of banks, we saw some merger of banks, state bank, some of those affiliated units were merged mm, last yeah. time. This time the idea is that all the positives of each of these banks that are being merged are put together and there is syn energy and a lot of cost is cut because if you have same banks operating in the same region and you know there is duplication and competition, competition and, and, and not yeah. able to achieve the desired goal it is better we cut on those expenditure so that their profitability increases that increase in profitability will enable them increase the credit capacity but Shikharji, unfortunately at around this time the global scenario is such the gdp growth isn't as per our expectation we are used to 7% plus and even 8% and all but from there on, it has come to 5%. But don't you think the finance ministry will in times to come up with big ticket announcements in order to prop up the economy in a shorter span of time? They are working at several things. And we have heard our finance minister, Mrs. Nirmala Sitaram, mention that there are several things on the pipeline. As and when they feel that some things will have to be done sector-wise. Basically, what is now happening is the finance ministry is getting into sector-wise issues so that they can be identified and sector-directed stimulus can be given, packages can be announced, and that is on the pipeline. Some of them have already been announced, and some are more in the pipeline. And some of the measures, particularly in terms which were intended for revenue generation, those have been now withheld. We have seen that has also given some positive message, particularly medium and small-scale companies, so that they are able to actually feel enthused to move forward. Shekharji, let's also talk about the triple talaq law, which is really a major step forward. And it's not about religion. We have seen, you know, bad practices, bad practices being carried out across religion. We had the sati practice long years ago, the dowry system. But it's a social evil. Now, this leads to more of gender justice, isn't it? Actually, this was a very much delayed legislation. I do not know why the opposition were creating hurdles in the implementation of this legislation. The need for a legislation was felt soon after Supreme Court declared it unconstitutional. We have seen, even after Supreme Court declared it unconstitutional, we have seen several instances, several cases being reported. Our law enforcement agency said, without a specific law dealing with this, it was difficult to take action. Now, the intention of the government was not to, you know, prevent reconciling man and woman belonging to a particular community in case of differences. The whole idea was the woman should not be at a disadvantage. And this practice of using triple talaq to by way of WhatsApp and SMS and by telephone call to divorce a woman who is the mother of your children without providing for the basic wherewithal look after those children and her own economic situation. Really inhuman. It was a very inhuman practice and the fact that it was going on. Yeah. See, even after that, Supreme Court's declaring unconstitutional, we've seen at least 500 such cases. Now, after the passage of the bill, we have again seen cases being registered. Triple talaq legislation, after the first time it was passed in Lok Sabha, and what has finally come, several improvements have been made and this has been to the satisfaction 
of those women NGO groups and women leaders who have been in the forefront of their campaign for a very stringent law. So therefore finally it has been passed and I think some opposition parties were looking at it in terms of you know, something between Muslim men and Muslim women and they probably thought that if they do this the Muslim men would be happy to vote for them. But we have seen the kind of mandate in 2019. The government was clear in its objective and it could not brook further delay. So in the first hundred days, triple talaq was an important legislation which has been passed. And to talk about the parliament session, it was historic in one way or the other because it enacted a number of legislation in a short span of time and to that extent that even the opposition said that you are making legislation at a blistering pace, <laughs> isn't it? Of course, in the last five years, we have seen some sessions having even 101% performance rate. But somehow, you know, the disruptions were preventing from passage of important legislations. But this time, in the new Lok Sabha, we have seen, particularly the Speaker, Om Ji has ensured that lot of first-timers got an opportunity to make their maiden speeches, which has MPs from all parties very happy. And Speaker Om Birla recalled his own experience that when he became first-time MP, he had realized that he did not get a chance to speak for a long time. <laughs> that is one. Second thing is, what we happen is, they have cut down this time wasted in unstructured debates. Everybody was given opportunity to speak, but at the same time, all issues of vital importance raised by opposition parties were taken up. Third thing, both the houses even sat late to pass some yes. of the bills. We have seen instances where the two houses bed sat even up to midnight to ensure passage of bills. I think this is a very salutary message to the parliamentarians, to the country at large that the parliament job, the principal job of the parliament is to legislate. And so therefore I think that's a very strong message when, because ultimately we do not have the luxury of time that we can go on postponing things that have to be done immediately. I think that's the message in these 100 days. Shekharji, thank you so much for joining us for this discussion. Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on government's commitment for Sabka Saath, Sabka Vikas, Sabka Vishwas, key decisions in first 100 days. The participants were Shekhar Ayer, political analyst, and S. Rangabashiam, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.